Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep and more. The wonderful parenting educator Maggie Dent is fond of using a full bath as a metaphor for life. Basically, you start as the only thing in the bath, then you add work, possibly a partner, then some children. As each thing is added, the water of the bath rises, and when there's too much in the bath, it overflows and nobody's happy. The things that we tend to take out of the bath are the things that aren't entirely essential, or at least we think they're not, like exercise. Lizzie Williamson is a personal trainer who believes that exercise is essential to a happy life. She's written a book called Two Minute Moves. We're going to talk about it today. And I guess this book, it's really about the way she looks at exercise and how she sees it fitting into everyone's bath that makes a difference. Hi, Lizzie. How are you? Hello. Good. Thank you. So great to be here. The idea for your book, Two Minute Moves, came about while you were trying to manage postnatal depression. How did exercise help you in that particular moment? I always looked at exercise as something in when I was in that time that just felt impossible for me to do. There was no way that I was going to be able to leave the house whenever I wanted to and have that hour doing my boot camp class and then having coffee with friends and that sort of stuff. That days, those days were over. And I couldn't see a way that I could still exercise and not have that, um, what it used to be. I always thought that exercise had to look this certain way, have a certain amount of time, certain amount of results it was going to, to give me. And so what happened in that time, I think, was because I had this such fixed mindset around exercise, rather than doing something, I was doing absolutely nothing because it all just felt too hard. And also because I was in such a dark, dark cloud and I felt so completely stuck and overwhelmed and not coping. The idea even of this exercise thing just felt way, way too hard. And so I, 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 I just really stopped doing anything. And it's called Two Minute Moves. <laughs> what was it that made you start doing short periods of exercise? Well, it was totally by accident. I had finally gone and seen my doctor because I'd spent months and months not asking for help, not telling anybody that I wasn't coping at all because I felt like such a failure as a mum and felt so ashamed at the way that I was behaving and my suicidal thoughts and my wanting to throw my baby out the window, those type of feelings. And so it took me a long time to go and see her. And when I did, she was the one who said to me, you know, what you're experiencing here is postnatal depression and gave me some treatment options. But she also said, you know, when you get on a plane and they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first, that's what you have to do. And you know, when you hear something at a certain time and you could have heard that phrase so many times, but at this moment, it's like, right, oxygen mask. Okay. I'm not making all this up the way that I'm feeling. This is not good. I need to do something for myself. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to do a 20 minute home workout. That's what I can do. It's the last thing I feel like doing. I'm just going to do it. And so 
The next day I put on a show, a TV show for my girls and I went down to my kitchen bench and because I used to be a dancer, I thought, right, my kitchen bench can be my ballet bar and I'm going to do a few moves and I just sort of said, move, just do it. And I started doing some plies, which are like leg bends and some leg raises and then one of my girls screamed out because the other one had tried to bite her or something and it was like, <laughs> then that moment was over and it only lasted a couple of minutes and my first instinct to go, was well well there you go it's this is impossible for me this whole oxygen mask exercise thing it doesn't work for me I'm a busy mum and I've got no time and they need me every second and there was just something though in that moment that I felt this little thing that I hadn't felt for a long time and it was this feeling of of hope and this little feeling of achievement like I'd actually done something for myself you know as a mum you get into bed at the end of the day and you just don't even know what you've done for your family let alone you know achieved anything for yourself and so that's what it was and I think it was that feeling that brought me back the next day to do another little workout at my kitchen bench some push-ups even if it was for a couple of minutes and it began this change of mindset for myself that exercise I didn't have to have all these rules and look this certain way like it was actually quite a powerful tool that I could have in my day any moment I could do a few squats or I could step up and down the steps or I could you know do a few moves at my kitchen bench while the you know I was making food for my kids or while I was down on the floor playing with them and it was it was a really really amazing moment in my life and I really credit that those that time and discovering this new way of exercise is really saving my life. You mentioned that the first time you did it you felt a little spark, a little spark mm-hmm. of hope. There's definitely research that shows that exercise is a really good treatment for depression, part of a treatment perhaps, but it really helps people who are suffering through that illness. Is it possible that even in that short period of time, it was making that kind of connection for you in terms of your mind and your body and the, um, I guess, the serotonin that gets released when we exercise? Yeah, I definitely think that it, it did. And it's the serotonin, but it's also this this emotional thing that, that happens, I think, when we do something for ourselves physical movement, the fact that I was there, say, doing these some push-ups at my kitchen bench, that little feeling of strength that your body has to evoke to actually do a push-up, I felt like that just makes this mind-body connection of helping me just feel that little bit stronger. And it's not just one moment that did it or that does it. It's the fact that what this little moment does is... It's like it's an action that precedes motivation. So by taking a little action, rather than waiting to be motivated, it's like a little action and that makes you, can make you a little bit more motivated. And then what I've really felt happened to me and I see happened to a lot of people is what that does is build this this momentum. It's that slow choo-choo train where it's like the wheels don't want to turn, but then they start turning a little bit more and a little bit more. And I think it's really easy for us to discount those little moments. We feel to have to we, to get those benefits that we need to have the big moments, the big magic pill, the big getting 
getting out and exercise and I've got to wait until my kids are older, till I've got more time, till I've actually had some sleep to go and do that big thing. Whereas those little things, when you actually start doing them, I think you would be very surprised that the impact that it makes on the way that you feel. I have to say that I have been surprised because I was reading your book and at the time we were sitting at our desk for eight hours and I was feeling very stiff and thinking, okay, well, it's only two minutes. Why can't we do it? Two minutes actually feels like quite a long time when you're doing one exercise. Um, But it it is amazing. Like I didn't – you definitely couldn't say you felt like you'd been and done a gym workout if that's what you're used to doing or that you've been for a run if that's what you're used to doing. Tell me about that um, joy of movement because when I mentioned there the gym or the run, it's again going back to what you say, we have this idea about what exercise is for us. When you're a stay-at-home mum or when you're working at home, you can often find yourself in the same position for hours at a time, particularly if you're trying to get a child to sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember it well. So it's not the same as doing a full workout, but what are you getting out of those two minutes in terms of movement and what does that give you? When you take a moment to give back to yourself, it gives you a bit of a boost in in self-worth. It can help your confidence and it can also, I think, certainly for me, really helped my feelings of of hopelessness and helplessness. Like there was nothing that I could do here for myself. This was I was just in a in a hopeless, overwhelmed situation with children that I felt like were eating me alive. And so what it does in that moment, even if you have a baby in your arms, I've got lots of workouts out there where I've got a baby in my arms that I'm trying to get a baby to sleep. Not my baby anymore, unfortunately. My girls are way too old for me to hold them. But even in, in that moment, holding a baby in my arms and doing a few side lunges or a few squats or if you're sitting down on the couch, legs up and down. And it's like if you think about Say you're sitting on the couch or you're standing up trying to get a a baby to sleep. And if you were to do, say, 20 side lunges while you were doing it, and if there was three moments in your day that you were having doing 20 side lunges, the end of the day you get into bed and think, I did 60 side lunges today. Gosh, that's been good to loosen up my tight hips from holding a baby. Gosh, that's been good for the strength in my glutes. And then if I did something again the next day, the next day, and you look, get to the end of your week and you think, right, all those little things that I did actually do add up, not only to your, you know, to make you feel better, but also for your physical strength as well. Yeah, because you mentioned in the book that your mum does tricep dips either when she's watching t- uh, watching before TV the news. or before the news. And you said you've seen a difference in her level of strength and how she looks. Absolutely. It can be so easy. If you're out walking uh, the stroller or even by yourself and you see a park bench, Imagine if every time you're out walking, you did some some dips. And dips are when you've got your hands behind you and you're bending your elbows down enough. If anyone knows them, they probably hate them. But they're really amazing <laughs> for your triceps, which is that underused little muscle on the uh, under bit of your arm. So it can be so easy to look at that park bench and go, oh, what is doing 20 tricep dips going to do for me right now? Really, what I actually need is to be able to go to the gym and I can't do that. It's like, that's not going to make any difference at all. But if you did that every single day, 
I know for myself, I do it every time I see a park bench, even though I still have a voice in my head going, oh, don't bother. Do it when you get home. All the excuses that come in when we try and do something good for ourselves. Um, I know that that has made a really big difference to that little muscle in my arm. I feel much stronger there and and I can see it. Chicken arms, that's Mm -hmm. what they are. Oh, yes. Talk to me about excuses because you do go through that in your book um, and they're ones that everyone will be familiar with. If you're a parent, this top one, uh, too tired because you can feel so completely exhausted. How do you get past that as a reason not to exercise? Well, the tired one is so hard because sleep is so precious. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. if you're choosing between sleep and exercise, that's going to totally depend where, where you're at. But I love if I'm lying in bed, even just doing a few little tummy exercises. I mean, there's lots in the book. You can find lots of them, the two-minute moves, Instagram and everywhere. So even if I'm there feeling really tired, that idea that um, something is so much better than nothing and I always know that it will make me feel a bit, little bit less tired. If you're sitting down at work for a lot of the time, how you feel tired, don't you? It's really hard to fight against that tiredness. And the way we fight against it is whether we're at home or at work is that we often will go to the, the biscuit jar or that third cup of coffee or something just to keep chocolate. us going. Chocolate. Keep us awake. But if you do a little experiment with yourself in those moments where you're reaching for the caffeine or the food and you move your body instead, and you might have felt this when you actually have been doing it at, at the office, you will feel it. it does give you some more some more yeah, energy you and amazing. you just feel amazing and you feel better than having the chocolate. Not that there's anything wrong with having, <laughs> uh, having a bit of chocolate. So I think the idea of going, okay, I'm so tired, but what can I do today to move just in a little way? Can I do a little walk around the block? Can I do a few stretches here at my kitchen bench? Can I lie on the floor and just raise my hips up and down with my feet on the floor? Just so you're not doing nothing because those little bits that, that keeps up the momentum and keeps that signal to yourself going, keep keep taking care of you and that way you'll keep craving that feeling. Is it also about redefining how you view exercise? Because some people hate exercise. Some people don't like doing it at all. But um, the things that we were doing in the office the other day included stretching that just felt so amazing. And I haven't loved stretching as much as I do since becoming a mum because there's always some part of your upper body that is feeling tight from picking up children mainly just picking up children yes um but you just it feels just delicious um it seems to me that when you talk about exercise you're talking about a joy of movement as opposed to how we might previously have thought about it as in losing weight or um even staying healthy yeah it's so much joy in the word movement compared to the word exercise. Exercise can feel like a chore and a bit of a punishment and definitely, right, okay, I've, I've eaten all that and I've just, you know, blown out with my food I've been eating, so I've got to go and exercise and, and get rid of it. And what I find happens when exercise is the joy gets taken out of it and it just becomes this sort of this punishment, this chore. If it doesn't deliver you the results that you are after, then you're just going to give up on it. It's just like, oh, well, I wanted that. You know, I wanted my tummy go. I wanted my, you know, pre-baby body back and it didn't do it. So, well, it's not for me. Why bother? Whereas every time that um, I look at exercise as something that that brings me joy, that's the most powerful tool for my mental health, then that 
motivates me more to keep going with it. And I do get a lot of joy out of moving my body with my girls. They often will ask me to dance with them. And so often I really don't want to. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I've got to do the dinner. I just can't be bothered. And I'm so tired. I just don't want to. And I'll never forget this moment when they were really little and I was just coming out of this downward spiral that I'd been in this from this rock bottom place. And and they asked me to dance with them. And um, normally I would just say, no, I don't have the time, whatever. And when I did it this time, I felt like I looked them in the eye and was so connected and present with them in a way that I hadn't been for so long, for months and months. And I just went, wow, this is the, this is the joy of movement, of taking this moment to not necessarily have to go and do this full workout or anything, but moving my body just with my kids. It's, it's a powerful way to connect, be present, be mindful, and to experience a little bit of joy when you need it. It's such a brilliant book, Lizzie, and I'll make sure we put links in the notes to this episode because I do think, uh, having tried it, I think as long as you can keep it going, there's a lot to be gained from just little bits, little pockets. Speaking as a busy woman who has no time for anything. Lizzie, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much. That's Lizzie Williamson. She is the author of Two Minute Moves. As I just mentioned, we'll pop links in the notes to this episode. Tara June Winch is an extraordinary author and Wiradjuri woman. On the next episode of Feed, Play, Love, Tara talks about her latest book, The Yield, and the meaning of language and culture. Before I've gone to another country, one of the first things I'll do is pick up a few words in the local language. Be able to say bonjour, or in Hindi say ab kese You do it because it's practical. And you also do it because out of respect and we have to remember as Australians we're on someone else's country it just makes complete sense to learn a few of the words the full story next on feed play love debbie ning produces this podcast and i'm your host siobhan hunt <laughs> <laughs>